Hey, it's Mother Funny Time with Andy and Angie. Two cousins, eight kids, one grandkid, two states. And a whole lot of fun. Welcome back, everyone, to another lovely episode of Mother Funny with Angie and Andy. We're so excited to be with you today. Um, We are going to talk about stay-at-home mom life and working mom life. We don't love those titles, but we'll get into that. What do you think, Angie? Yes. Hey, you guys. How's it going? Yes. Um, we. I kind of think it's a lot of verses. Sure. Stay at home mom versus working mom or working mom versus stay at home mom. And I just don't know where the competition comes from or why there has to be competition or why we have to be against each other. I don't know why it just can't be and. Stay at home mom and working mom or working mom and stay at home mom. So that's what we're hoping with this. these next two episodes is to bring unity to the whole world, to every mom. <laughs> the Whether's, whole world. The whole world. We are going to fix it right now, how we can encourage one another. And I also just want to start and let you guys know that Angie has a cough. <laughs> <laughs> and every time we laugh, sorry. every time we laugh, she coughs. So we're going to try to keep this funny <laughs> without killing Angie. So that's our goal. Yeah, so I might be just laughing on the inside. Like, as this conversation's going, <laughs> you guys, oh my gosh, I almost just said y'all. Whoa. Wow. Whoa. You guys can all be laughing on the outside. Yes. Laughing, have a great time. I'm just laughing silently. <laughs> Can't do it. She's trying. She's trying. She's got the asthma. She's working on I it. I know. Working through it. Okay, Andy. Yes. So what's some bad advice that's out there concerning stay-at-home mom, working mom, guilt, shame? Well, that's a good point that you're bringing up guilt and shame because this is also piggybacking from our shame episodes. Like we were talking about some of the shame that comes on us, whether you're working mom or stay-at-home mom. We're like, let's talk about that. Let's talk about the shame that comes from working or staying at home. And I want to say the shame I got was for years because I was a stay-at-home mom. I kind of, I still am, but it's even complicated because I do, I work part-time from home or whatever. But for my first maybe 13 years of parenting, I was told that I don't do anything. I don't work. What am I, you know, I was just shamed very like pretty harshly for being at home from someone, um, that I know. And it was a, it was until I told that person, like, <laughs> I actually do a lot. And just because you're not a stay at home mom, it doesn't make it, you know, like I'm still valuable and I'm still doing something. So I think it was just the shame that came with being home and being told that I wasn't actually working or doing anything, which we all know. I think everybody listening knows it's not true, right? Well, and that term, mom shame or shaming someone, that really wasn't out there as much as it is now. Right. So for example, if that person was coming to you and shaming you, you could actually just call them out now and just say, hey, that's mom shame. Yeah. And I reject that. I completely disagree with you. Like you can label it. I think all those years ago, you just didn't have a label to call it out and say, hey, that's what this is. And put that person on the spot like, and confront them like they're in the wrong, not you as a stay at home mom. 
right. you're not doing anything wrong with that. But them judging you or shaming you, that's what's in the wrong and should be called out. Right. And I think that's what with all kinds of mom shaming, usually the problem doesn't lie with you, the person being shamed. Usually the issue is with the shamer. It's like an insecurity. It's, you know, maybe something they're guilty about in their own life or whatever they're dealing with. So it usually doesn't have much to do with you. It has something to do with them. So recognizing that's helpful. But yeah, I was totally shamed for a bit on that side. But I was also saw shaming on the other end where I saw women get shamed for working. It was kind of like, if you're working, you're letting other people raise your kids. You're letting strangers raise your kids. The strangers are giving the values. Um, They don't have mom at home to guide them and lead them in the way they should go. So I saw shame on the other side too from people. What about you? Yeah, I I agree. And just to kind of mention that, because you mentioned some of the bad advice out there for stay-at-home moms, so then the bad advice out there for working moms um, would be people kind of thinking or projecting, oh, well, working moms, like, don't they feel guilty because they're not always with their kids or they should be with their kids more or their job is more of a priority than their family. And so I think that's something that working moms can kind of juggle or deal with or struggle with that shame that other people are putting on them. They're like, as if they're kids are not a priority since they have a job, when in fact, if they are a working mom, there's multiple reasons why they're working. You know, could be finances, could be it's they love their passion and their profession, could be they want, um, they have goals that they're trying to achieve. I mean, there's multiple reasons why people have jobs and work outside the home. It's not just, oh, well, you if you are working outside the home, you should feel bad about it because your your kids aren't a priority. Your kids aren't important. Your job's more important. Your priorities are out of whack. You know, there's just all of those things that um, I think working moms can struggle with. And none of that's true. None of that's true. Right. Yeah, we're all different. We have different situations. We have different temperaments. We have um, different times in our lives where maybe we became moms. You know, I became mo- a mom pretty young before I could finish school. And really for me to work, it would have cost more for daycare than it would to be at home. And I had always, I'd wanted to be a stay-at-home mom. That's the other thing. I'd wanted that for my life. Like I wanted to work. I had ambitions. I had goals. But I also really wanted to be a mom taking care of my kids at home. So, but I know that's my story and my choice. And I've really, you know, I don't regret my story or my staying at home. Do I wish sometimes I had fulfilled all my dreams? Sure. (laughs) I tell my kids I could have been, I could have been a contender. I could have been, I'm just kidding. I joke around with them a lot, but yeah. Okay. But that's a good point because you were able to make that choice and you guys were in that position where you could make that choice to stay at home where some moms don't have that choice at all due to whatever their situation is They either really it's best for them to stay at home or it's best for them to work outside the home. Some people, the choice is made for them due to their situation. And so why would we want to bring shame or judgment or help have that person feel guilty for something that's really out of their control? It's due to their situation. That's why they're at home or why they are um, working. But we have to mention this. 
Okay, the term stay-at-home mom. Yes. Or working mom. I don't know where those terms came from. I don't know who made those terms up, but it actually makes no sense. Because as you have mentioned, nobody says working dad. No. When a dad is working. Is he a working dad or is he a stay-at-home dad? (laughs) I'm like, here, here's my husband. He's a a working dad. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no, Angie. I'm not going to laugh. Wouldn't that be so funny? You're at someone's birthday party and you're like meeting all these people. Hi, how are you? How do you know the person? You have all those conversations. Oh, and this is my husband, Chris. He's He's a working working dad. dad. (laughs) This is my husband, Ryan. He's a working dad. Or they ask him like, hey, Ryan, are you you a working dad? No, they're going to ask him, what do you do? (laughs) <laughs> right. He's the working dad. I'm a stay-at-home mom. <laughs> we want everyone to know where we're at at all times. Yeah. This is where I mom. This is where you mom. You mom at work. I mom at home. I mean, it's it's. I'm against it all. I'm anti all of it. We're going to come up with new terms that are more, let's say, honoring. Well, and I think that we should definitely come up with those terms, and we'll give you guys some ideas, and you can choose from any of these terms. But when you going back, when you think about it, so like I was an intern, um, I was a marketing manager's intern, like when I did my internship in college, and when my the marketing manager, I'd be on these business calls, or she'd introduce me, like she never would say to me, "This is my sits in a cubicle marketing manager intern," <laughs> right? This when is you start my thinking about <laughs> sits in a desk and occasionally uses uses the bathroom assistant. <laughs> nice. <laughs> this is my drives around a patrol car police officer. <laughs> He's a working dad. <laughs> <laughs> no, you can't be two. You can only be you one. You can only be one. Yes. Yeah, so there is part of it like you take where we are and you want to label up, not you. I don't know who I'm talking to. Society, that person, they want to label us as a stay-at-home mom or a working mom. But what are some what are some good terms for a stay-at-home mom? What can we how can we empower everyone out there? Okay, I have a list and these are some some of these are pretty good. Okay. okay. Chief home officer. Oh. Family manager. Household manager, child care facilitator. Now, for a while, I've been telling people I run a daycare. I got so tired of <laughs> saying does. stay-at-home mom. <laughs> On my own, I started saying that I run a daycare and I'm an Uber driver. <laughs> it's true. And, and, and when you say that, nobody asks questions. It's like, oh, wow. Or they'll be like, wow, I bet you have some crazy stories as an Uber driver. And I'm like, yep, I sure do. <laughs> they're, I was, they're wild, I my passengers. <laughs> I was in like the gymnastics meeting. This was a couple of weeks ago because Peyton's going to team. And it was like a super serious meeting. And people are asking this question and this question, and this question. And I meant to be funny, but I guess it's the wrong crowd. And I was like, well, I'm an Uber driver. And so um, like I won't be here to watch all her practices. And I thought they got it and they didn't. So there's a whole bunch of people right now that really think I'm a professional. They're gonna be Uber like driver. going to the airport and they're like, I wonder if I get Angie this time. Let's see if I can find Angie. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna start driving a lot of people to the airport now. <laughs> a lot of people. 
Well, I was just going to say the problem with stay at home because you are an Uber driver. Most stay at home moms aren't home that much. Like we would love to be home more. Or at least well, and if we're home. actually technically thinking about it, when you're home, you're either in the kitchen, so you're a chef, or you're in the laundry room, so in doing laundry, yeah. right? So you're providing laundry services. So really, it's not like we're just chilling at home. No, and you're the one who's taking care of all like the appointments, the you know the doctor appointments and the school things and all those things that go along with raising a human being. Or several human beings. and So nurse practitioner. Yes. Um, your Instacart. You're your own Instacarter. Your meal prep. Your, you know, non-professional counselors. Definitely cleaners, organizers. Um, you know, it's... If you need anything in the house, boom, it's there. Like if my husband's like, hey... I'm running out of toothpaste. He could just go to sleep, wake up, there's toothpaste there for him. So we're like service representatives. I don't know. There's so many nice. things. Okay, keep going. I want to hear more. Okay, so we have domestic engineer. Okay. Caregiver. Home and financial manager. Director of household operations. Domestic coordinator. Director of operations. If someone asks, what do you do? And you say, I'm a director of operations. Done. There's no shame. There's no judgment. They're not going to look down on you. It sounds so official. Just a director of operations. <laughs> but this what if they ask funny. you what? What are you operating? Then you could tell A daycare. Them, whatever it is. <laughs> My Uber company. <laughs> My own private Cleaning Uber. services. <laughs> um, zookeeper. That one might bring questions, though. Zookeeper. People are going to be really interested in that until you're like, oh, I'm, I'm at home with my children. <laughs> right. Personal assistant, juggler, domestic relations. That one's good. Domestic relations. I like that one. This one might be one of my favorites. Disaster response supervisor. <gasps> yes. How many disasters have you had to respond to? Just this week. I mean, were you I at the ER this count week? That high. <laughs> <laughs> I actually took myself. Oh, right. I took myself. <laughs> like she's coughing. Oh, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> With five kids and seasonal allergies and other allergies, I think Angie should have like a punch card or like a rewards card to the local urgent care just for all the different kids things and. You know, you should get like a free visit. I was going to say you come 10 times to get a free visit. Okay, super off topic at this urgent care I went to. They had a kiosk of medication. So after you went to the urgent care, you go to like the kiosk and they set it up for you. And there's like a pharmacist that comes on virtually. And then you talk to them and then the medicine comes out of the dispenser. No pharmacy. You don't have to go to the pharmacy. It's literally in this kiosk. Yeah, it was fantastic. That's amazing. It was amazing. I want yeah, a kiosk. Makes, I know. Especially urgent cares because sometimes the like, they send future. it to different pharmacies. Oh, that was the other part was I was there in the evening and the pharmacy was already closed. And so um, anyway, they would have had to send it to like a random pharmacy that I usually don't go to and it's all the insurance stuff. Or no, just the kiosk. Here you go. It's the future. It's the way forward. Yeah, it's true. 
Okay, so disaster response supervisor. That one was one of my favorites. CEO of human services. Health educator. I really feel that that's what I do. A health educator? Every day is a health educator. Yeah, because we talk so much about like eating healthy, having healthy lifestyles, taking your vitamins and supplements. I mean, all that stuff. So I think okay. health educator might be when I say. Um, administrator. Oh, hairdresser or a barber. Okay, Angie is definitely a hairdresser. She does her girl's hair every single morning. Like really does it. It's it, true. And I cut their hair. So I could say Do you really? That's amazing. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, with four girls, I was like, I don't want to pay all this. So my friend taught me. <laughs> well, first cousin Vicky showed me. And then my friend uh, Lisa sat down and like showed me how to cut hair. So I cut their hair. I mean, don't really look at it, you know. <laughs> but here's the thing. It's always like up don't. and pinned. And it's, yeah, you have some wiggle or room. Curled. Or curled. Exactly. Like, yeah. No joke. If you go like, to Angie's pictures, her girl's hair is always amazing. Thank you. It is done every day. Emergency management event coordinator. Yes. I resonate with that That one one works totally. Inventory manager, logistics manager, personal shopper, or a teacher. Okay. So this is what I think we can glean. Everybody, one, needs to pick some new words. Like find your term. The thing is, it's hard to pick one because we're so many, but pick one. You know, pick a couple that you like and let's change it up. But I think what we can kind of gather from this is that stay-at-home moms or zookeepers or childcare <laughs> runners, whatever you pick, like financial managers. Yes. Generally, it's a lot of work for most women. And generally, it's not work we're getting paid for. So we're doing it for free. Um, great benefits, great rewards. And as we're talking about this topic of kind of the stay at home mom versus working mom, we, I've read that stay at home moms actually deal more with stress, anxiety, and depression than moms who go to work. Really? Yeah. I don't know how much more they kept saying at a higher rate, at a higher rate, but they find that moms who are home with their kids have higher um, anger. I guess that goes with stress and anxiety, but yeah, depression. So it does take a toll on moms. And I think when we don't like support one another or we're shaming, it just intensifies that. So we've got to solve it today here on Mother Funny. We're solving it. No more shame. No more shame for the Mother Funnies. There you go. Stay at home zookeeper hairdressers. We sound like we're like eight years old. We're like, I'm a unicorn princess. (laughs) What would you want to be called now? What do you think your new job title would be? Well, what would it be? Well, I have a whole different part of life, which I know I've mentioned, but my, my baby is about to graduate high school. She's going off to college. My other, my son lives out of state. So now I just have grandma duties. Um, and I still, you know, take care of a lot of the house things. I take care of a lot of family things, but my husband is really stepping up. But one thing you get, like, as your kids are getting ready to move on, and I've heard this from moms who were stay at home once their kids are going to school is, okay, what are you going to do now? What are you going to do? And there's this pressure of like, okay, so your this job's over. What are you going to do? And you know what? I don't know. (laughs) 
<laughs> I don't know. I mean, I want to find something. I, I do like, I do do stuff every day. You know, I'm working on all sorts of things. And again, my daughter hasn't graduated yet. My grandson comes over throughout the week. And, you know, I'm still the Instacart person. I'm no longer the Uber driver. But I still deal with like making appointments and all sorts of things. So it's not like I have nothing to do. I'm not yet sitting around. But you know what? I could be in retirement. What if I spent all those years and I did deal with the extra stress and anxiety and depression and I've worked. And what if I want to retire? What if? I'm oh. not. But what if I, <laughs> what if I did? It's okay. Okay. You know, I don't know. I might well, take a gap talking, year. Oh, take a gap year. <laughs> take a gap year. <laughs> yes. Yes. I love that. As you were talking, I was thinking more like personal assistant. Yeah. Ish. Yeah. Personal assistant. Um, yeah. And I even I know my friends who still had younger kids, like elementary age school kids, but all of their kids, once they go to school and they're getting pressured to get out of the house. Um but there's still so much to do, especially when you still have kids at home. Even if your kids are gone during the day, you still have a lot, you know, going on and a lot of responsibilities. Well, you know, you still have a three-year-old at home, but a couple of days he's not there. Do you find yourself with nothing to do? No, I'm so busy <laughs> even during that time. Because I'm trying to get all the errands run and do everything while I don't have coal for those five hours. So I'm like, here, 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 here. I'm all over the place. Yeah. So... I was thinking, though, if Shiloh's moving on. So, you know, when um, like Shiloh was in 11th grade and then 12th grade and people were asking her, you know, what college are you going to go to? What's your major going to be? Are you going to live, stay in California? Are you going to move to a different state? All that pressure that they were putting on her or just questions or like for her to figure out her future. And now you're saying you're kind of at that point where people are asking you, what's your next step? What's your next step? (laughs) And I'm like, leave me alone. Don't talk to me. I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm going to do whatever I want to do, okay? Doesn't matter. Dude, you're taking a gap year. I'm taking it. That's what I should say. I'm going to say gap year from now on. Even if I'm doing something, I'm going to say I'm taking a gap year. I totally think you should. And then the year after that, if you want another gap year, say like two gap years. I'm on my second gap year. Double gap year. And... I also know that like I have worked, there's a difference too, because I did kind of run an at-home daycare for a lot of my life. Like I usually was watching other people's kids to earn extra money, um, which was, I enjoyed. I really did enjoy it. And I had really great kids that I got to watch. So that was the bonus. And I did work out of the home part-time for a bit. And that was nice. It was kind of nice to get some part-time, you know, out of the house. And then I did work full-time for like two, two months between our moves. So that was, it was great. I really enjoyed it, but I also felt disconnected after being home for so many years. It was a little different, but I could eat and drink whatever I want, whenever I wanted. I (laughs) I guess that's different. So what are some other, let's talk about some harder aspects of being a stay-at-home mom. What are the hard things for you? Honestly, it's getting everything done in a day. Like mm. It is so busy, so I really have to prioritize 
what it is and I have all my lists, whether it's a shopping list or the list of stuff that um, I need to get done or the meetings I need to go to or the places I need to go and then sticking to the calendar. I mean, I live by that calendar. And there was one day my phone was glitching and I didn't have access to my calendar on my phone. And I was just like, oh my gosh, I was panicking. I need to have this because everything is just so documented in there. I mean, obviously I could find out what else was in my calendar other ways, but to not have it on my phone was little nerve-wracking for that little bit of time. Um, So to me, that is a challenge because it's just so busy, whether it's during the week or even on the weekends. Because on the weekends, it's all the sports games, sports events, play dates, church. And then on top of that, that's when we try to do, you know, an activity as a family or go for a bike ride or go for a walk as a family and then or do something all together. And then you have to feed the kids. (laughs) If you think about all the activities and then you also have to like feed Feed children. They have to go to bed at some point and you have to put them to bed. You have to get that process going sometimes several times. Yeah. And so that's something, though, that whether you're a working mom or a stay at home mom or whether you or also those people who work with kids at their house, but they work at their home also. Yes. That's another, That's also it. But regardless, sticking to a schedule or getting everything done, that affects all moms. I mean, that can cause yes. stress. That can be busyness. That is something that I think moms in general deal with. Yeah, for sure. And I think when, the little, when they're little, I feel like some of the stress is being covered in different body fluids from different people all day. <laughs> right. <laughs> Everything is stained. Your hair is crazy. You feel like your body's changed. So you feel weird. Your clothes fit weird. You're covered in weird stuff. Um, a three-year-old is pretty much dictating your life. You know, like you're at the mercy where you can go. I mean, you're, you're at home, but you're really trying to keep a three-year-old healthy and active, like doing things all day. Um, and multiple children. You're trying to keep everybody entertained, get everyone where they need to be. And it's exhausting. I remember being so exhausted when my kids were little and staying at home. And I I mean, people who work outside, I mean, who aren't home with their kids during the day or get paid outside of their door. I don't know how to work. I'm trying not to say working moms. <laughs> moms who get a salary (laughs) outside and have other things like I don't know I'm sure they go through some of similar things but I know um being at home with little ones all day and not having especially those days where you don't have like get togethers with your friends where you're just kind of it's you and the little people all day and It gets tiring. It gets lonely. It can get very lonely. You can get just really crave adult interaction. And then if your spouse comes home, you're like, you know, you are desperate for that time. And they're at their point of the time where they want to relax. And they come like, I remember my husband coming the door and I'm like, here's your children. (laughs) Here they are. (laughs) Welcome. (laughs) Welcome to our chaos. So that's the hard for me. Um, But what about the positives? What has been the your positives? Best? Yeah, of what being a mom, stay at home mom, <laughs> being a being no, a zookeeper I'm not a hairdresser. Mom. You're no, a zookeeper hairdresser. <laughs> what is the benefit of being a zookeeper? A free? What do you call those pro bono? A pro bono 
<laughs> Zookeeper a hairdresser. A volunteer hairdresser emergency yes. management. Zookeeper. Did you know, speaking of finances and the fact that I'm an amazing volunteer she right is. now? She is. Um, They say that – I'm going to use their term. It's not mine. Stay <laughs> them. at home moms. Them. Yes. Those people. Um, That the – Actual salary of a stay-at-home mom would be around $178,000 a year. I don't I don't even know what to say. All I know is that I have 25 years of back payments <laughs> owed for me. Yes! I'm going to go retire. I'm going to take my gap years down nice. to Hawaii. That's what I'm going to do. I mean, that's almost $180,000. Oh, and b- for the record, that's the median average. And since we're all exceptional, amazing yeah. moms, we're at least $250,000 a year. At least. Well, I only had three kids, so my pay would be a little bit lower. And I didn't do hair like you do, so <laughs> I could have to take hair dresser off. <laughs> I hair combed, maybe put in a ponytail, but that was the extent. Um. Yeah, but that's a lot of money. That so is I think a lot for of money. all of us. But we didn't pay taxes on it, so that's good. Yeah, chief home officers find yes. value in the fact that if your job, we're valuable. We're very valuable. So I think not that your value is based off of money. No, no, <laughs> or income. But we're just all to put valuable. it out there. Yes, it's amazing. So Mother's Day, I'm sure everyone was just blessed. Just completely blessed for their free $180,000 worth of service they did for everyone and all their amazing jobs. So what, is, what are your favorite parts of being a stay-at-home goddess? <laughs> Just kidding. Oh, nice. <laughs> a, a, zoo ke- a freelance zookeeping <laughs> hairstylist emergency professional. I kind of think, really am holding on to the volunteer idea. Okay, what volunteer. I volunteer. I'm a volunteer. As I, I volunteer a child care center hairdresser Uber company. I'm a volunteer child development associate. I'm a volunteer director of operations. That just sounds amazing. Yeah. Right? I spend every day volunteering. Yes, with a great mean, attitude. Nice. <laughs> So what's your favorite part of it? Like, what are some of the benefits of being that person? That person who volunteers. Um, I think it would be um, being there for all the milestones. Hmm. That's huge. I mean, obviously, I love to celebrate the little things. I love to celebrate holidays. Angie's huge on celebrations. (laughs) Huge. (laughs) Everything is magical. (laughs) Well, it is. So then to see, you know, when you're baby like sits for the first time or crawls for the first time or you know um okay so today was Brooklyn's graduation she graduated from fourth grade our district um elementary school is only kinder through fourth grade and so to be there at her graduation and as she walked across the stage um they asked each student beforehand what was your favorite thing about elementary school and each student read it or I mean the teacher read it as the student walked across the stage and received their little piece of paper their certificate And Brooklyn's was, she was so thankful for working with the reading interventionist because all of her friends could read. And then by working with the reading interventionist, she remembers the first time she read a book and how excited she was. And that was back in first grade. And it was so 
here I'm sitting there thinking, oh my gosh, like I'm here for her graduation. I'm so excited to be here for graduation, but also to how many more books has she read to me? And each time that was a milestone for her with her reading yeah. or just, you know, being there at the soccer games or at the, um, I don't know. What else do they do? <laughs> they don't do anything else. Soccer and reading. That's it. <laughs> That's all you got to do. <laughs> no, I. so I think for me, it's the milestones. I yeah. like being in there. I like celebrating that. I like making the little milestones big, exciting events for them to hold on to. What about you? What about you, Andy? You've been a volunteer caregiver now for mm-hmm. years. You're about to take your gap year. I'm about to take my gap year. What are some of the highlights? Um, I just, I think part of it is really having that special time with my kids. I have a, a little bit of a different um, story that in that I homeschooled. So I had them all the time, which is probably, you know, what's the word? Probably attributed <laughs> being stressed, more stressed. But um, I I loved being with them. I loved getting to be a part of all those things. And I loved kind of some of the freedom to get to get together with other moms and their kids and help build those relationships. Like I really enjoyed building a community um, of other moms who were also domestic entertainers. Engineers. Engineers. <laughs> domestic engineering entertainers. So yeah, I I really like that flexibility, the flexibility to um, get to go places, you know, beach days. I love the summer, all that kind of stuff. So I really, I really enjoyed that, that freedom. Okay. But that's all the time we have for today's episode. We really tried to stick with our stay at home moms, but next episode, we're going to give a shout out to our girl bosses. Wah, 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 wah. <laughs> we don't want to say working moms, but the moms who are employed, employed moms, employed people who are also moms. I don't know how we're going to say that. We'll figure it out by next episode. We'll have it. So join us and we'll talk about the pros and cons and um, bring us all together as one collective unit of moms loving and encouraging moms. one another. I like it. I mean, I like the idea of just being moms. 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 We're just moms. What do I do? Everything. All right. That's all we have time for today. We got to wrap it up, unfortunately. But just remember, you might think you're doing just okay, but we think you're doing really great. Thanks for hanging out with us today. We hope you have a great mother funny day. Please like and share our podcast. But please don't tell our moms. Okay, I pushed record. Okay. Three, two, two, one. one. (laughs) That was the closest we've ever gotten. I'm so proud. I'm going to try hard not to laugh so I don't cough, just so you know. (gasps) Oh, my goodness. If I make a funny face, I'm laughing inside. (laughs) (laughs) Then I'm going to (laughs) cough. Don't. Okay, last. Chris, I apologize in advance for all the coughing editing you're about to do. Is there a mom on here? Yeah, we need somebody to come diagnose (laughs) Angie. (laughs) 
<laughs> the problem is we can't clap without laughing. <laughs> no, clapping. no clapping. I'm gonna point to you. <laughs> Anything we Not that do. Chris can see that. <laughs> okay, Arthur, start when we point. Start when we point. Okay. <laughs>